what is going on guys welcome back to the thoughtful banter podcast i am your host hussein with my co-host mahdi and we have been gone for a hot minute we apologize yeah it's been bad life was life was coming at us hard and so we put this on the back burner but no longer and that will not be happening again because we are coming back devoting ourselves to this full force coming into 2023 i was about to say 2022 coming yeah, into hard. 2023 with a bang inshallah. inshallah of course we're going to try to get more guests and we're just going to try to pump out more episodes in general anything to say anything to add Matt? yeah man i got i got big goals for this podcast i was thinking about it you know what's in and i are both uh consumers of like the self-help content like trying to get more money try to do better things in life and it kind of just hit me because looking at videos and trying to figure out like oh what's that thing to invest in like how i get rich and act like i don't know nobody and i was just thinking like but we have a podcast <laughs> i don't know but I act like you don't know nobody yeah but, but like you yeah, know like yeah. like we have a podcast mm-hmm. you know and like it's it's done like if any if, if you look at this in a 10-year lifespan like a, let's say 10 years go by let's say we stop uploading thoughtful banter 10 years went by someone would be like bro what happened to thoughtful banter and people would be like you got like a hundred dollars of patrons um a month and you only upload like 30 like 29 episodes why do you guys lack mm-hmm. like the potential's there so i want yeah. i want us to get like muslim rogan rich muslim rogan. muslim rogan influence inshallah so let's see man i'm excited yeah um so matthew actually like when we were talking about all this he sent me some of the i guess analytics like lifetime analytics for our channel let me see if i can pull that up because i was <laughs> You're shook, huh? I was very shook. Hussein is always surprised shook. when he sees the love we get. I really am. And I tell people, like, sometimes I'll be at, like, a camp or I'll be at, like, a conference. And, like, randomly someone will be like, bro, you look so familiar. And you're like, Fawful banter? <laughs> <laughs> and I just don't understand. I just hope you guys understand how much it, like, makes my day. Like, recently I was at a camp and someone was like, bro, have I seen you before? And I was like... I don't know. I was, I was I was at Marifa. Like you probably saw me there. I don't know. Like I don't recognize you. And then I guess he didn't recognize me because I had cut my hair. And then like we're in another like event. Maybe twenty minutes later, and he's sitting next to me, and he goes, "Oh my god, <laughs> you were the awful man there." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's funny." But anyways. So our like lifetime YouTube social media, all like social media analytics just to give you guys a taste. So on YouTube, we uploaded 56 videos and we have 14.5K views and we have 185 subscribers. I didn't know we had that many views, honestly. Um, The subscribers sounds about right. Yeah. And then on Instagram, we have 56 posts and we have 64,000 views from our reels. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of views from our reels. That's a lot of views. Yeah, that's a lot. You know, now it's just a matter of like turning that into like, like the Instagram to to YouTube pipeline, right? Yeah, it's also interesting because it's like, I think, well, we weren't even consistently consistent. Yeah. You know, so that was just consistently consistent. You know, (laughs) that was just us putting things together whenever we could or, you know, slash felt like it. But I was just thinking like, then what if we have a system, which actually um, she is not on camera, but we actually now have officially uh, officially have a full time video editor and filmer, Asia, uh, Hussein's sister, who's gracious enough. We're paying her. Don't worry. We're not uh-huh. doing like child <laughs> no, labor over here. Slave labor over here. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're, we're, we're paying her good money, as a matter of fact, <laughs> which is why uh, we humbly we humbly. Well, first we say thank you to the patrons, but also we're just letting you guys know, like. 
We're coming out of this joint hard. Honestly, I'm trying to put everything we're making into this back into it. Like I'm trying to get a thousand dollars a month on Patreon to give all to Asia, so Asia keep you know putting in that work for us. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Then make like I'm trying to get Asia ten grand a month for real uh-huh. on Patreon. So can we get there, guys? Let's see. <laughs> Speaking of the patrons, we gotta shout them out. You want to do it or you have the you have the list? Yeah, um, we got shout out to Deadman, Assad, Ali, Ahmad, Latifa, Ali again, T Jam, Justin. And Muhammad, you guys keep this joint running. But and then just lastly to round us all out on all podcasting platforms, we have a thousand plays. We're in the top twenty-five percent of podcasts according to Spotify. We're the top ten cat podcast for fifty-two people, and we're the top one podcast for seven people. So again, shout out to you guys, amazing fans. Even if you're not providing monetary support, mm-hmm. just talking about us to a friend. Or talking about us to someone in your social sphere goes a long way, and that's an extra view for us. So yes, thank sir. You guys. Yes, sir. So, um, first of all, when we're gone, a lot of things happen on the internet. Yes, a, as soon lo- as we a lot has a break, happened. <laughs> as soon as we took a break, a lot of internet things popped off, specifically Andrew Tate. I mean, Andrew Tate was a thing even before. But it got bigger. But it like it's like... Uh, it's grown to a ridiculous like amount of just Andrew Tate content. I can, literally can't escape the man. Like, I can't. I I am on my YouTube like shorts and I'm swiping and I'm swiping. My Instagram like Instagram has the algorithm like on lock. I barely get Unlocked. I barely get any Andrew Tate, but I'll be like swiping my YouTube shorts. And it'll be like Andrew Tate clip, Andrew Tate clip, Andrew Tate clip. And I'll be like, don't recommend this channel. Don't recommend this channel. Don't worry. Every time I see it, and I still get them. <laughs> I still get them. Yeah, he's um. He's famous, and uh, we actually, I don't Our think we've infamous. had it. He's infamous. Um, we, I don't think we've had an episode where we, like, fully fleshed out our opinion about him. Because I did a lot of research on this. And this is a topic close to my heart because um, he influences so many young men. Yeah. And I really care about the development of young men. Um, our youth. Our youth. I, I really feel for it because I was one of these guys, except when I was their age, I didn't have Andrew Tate. I had other people around. And I kind of get worried because I know, despite the fact that I'm like, I might be like, oh, these dummies who listen to Andrew Tate. I feel like if I was 16 years old right now, I might actually end up liking Andrew Tate because of how popular he is, how charismatic he is. So um, I want to give like a full holistic opinion. Um, you know, this is awful banter. We give like a we get like to give like a big picture. You know, we want to look at things from all angles. Um, and if you guys have anything to share, you know, just, just let us know in the comments, in the comments down below. Um, Hassan, do you want to share your thoughts first? No, jump in, jump in. So like, first things first, is he, I just last night, I watched the whole Vice TV, um, documentary about him. Mm -hmm. It's 45 minutes long. Um, it's very hard for me to put this into words, but Andrew is... <clears throat> and this isn't to justify anything he's done. I d- I'm just trying to give a factual, as much as I can, opinion about the guy. He is extremely intelligent. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not a dummy. Mm-hmm. He's super smart. I agree. Like, smarter than most people. I agree. And, I, and I'm just from a social perspective. He is stupid charismatic. Mm-hmm. He's not a normal guy. He is actually built different. And I'm not saying that makes him a good person. Mm-hmm. I don't think that makes you a good person automatically. But he's an above average person. Um, 
also he's he is literally quite jacked like he's always like he he is he is like a, a superhero or a super villain but he's super i agree you know um he is successful in the dunya um now the vice documentary they dropped a huge bomb mm. and is that this investigative journalist interviewed woman who claimed Andrew Tate had uh, sexually assaulted them. Um, there are some WhatsApp messages leaked of Andrew Tate saying some things that I'm not going to say myself, but saying some things that seem like admission. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we even jump into like the specifics of Andrew Tate, I kind of want to talk about like Andrew Tate, the phenomenon. The phenomenon first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, so, it's so big, it's hard to get started. Yeah, Because that's like, before, like, I don't know. For me, it saddens me when I see, like, especially, like, Muslim youth gravitating towards Andrew Tate because, and I say this to them, and I'm like, you could literally look at the people in your community and find people who are 10 times Andrew Tate. And the thing is, I don't know what it is. Like, there's, I don't know if there's a lot of, like, women hating (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like that's like an undercurrent in our culture and maybe it is maybe it isn't maybe this is just an internet phenomenon like an internet opinion but i don't know I, the the popularity of andrew tate makes me think that there's like some kind of undercurrent of just women hating and misogyny that exists in our, our culture because for some reason there's such a strong attachment to this man i don't think it's a woman hating i don't um, think i think it's the fact that he's jacked and he's rich but here's the thing there are people that are jacked and that exist that are jacked and rich on the internet that don't have anywhere near the following that Andrew Tate has. Alex Hermosi, jacked and rich. He is jacked. Jacked. He's Iranian, so. <laughs> Alex Hermosi, Extra jacked points. and rich. Yeah. And yeah, he's like popular. People know him. He's well known. He has nowhere near the following of Andrew Tate. No, well, he, and nowhere near the cult following. He doesn't have, well, Andrew Tate has. It, why, I mentioned first his charisma. Nowhere near the cult. His charisma way. is absurd. I don't think it's just charisma though. But I also think it's who he's talking to. Like he gives inspiration, mm-hmm. you know. But the thing is, is the inspiration is mixed with misogyny and stupidity. But mm-hmm. like the first thing, he's actually very inspirational. Like he's like like here's the Andrew Tate statement: A man was talking to me and he was saying he was depressed. A man doesn't deserve to get depressed. And it's like whoa. Mm, subhanallah like you hear that and you're like what does that even mean i mean <laughs> <coughs> it means nothing important but i'm exactly. saying like to to the person <laughs> listening to that who's going through depression maybe that helps them maybe they're like oh i just need to like change i don't know my mind. Just, i guess there's just some things that um i wish so he talks a lot about like the gender like the differences in gender and how you know, he doesn't like, he would never want to have a female pilot and stuff like that, you know? <laughs> yeah. like, and some of the stuff is jokes and some of the stuff is like, I'm making it a joke so that I have plausible deniability when someone presses me on yeah, it. A lot of it is I that. Think that. I think most it's of it like, is that. that dog whistling. <laughs> I think most of it is that. Um, But he says these things and then like, I'm watching my Muslim brothers react to the things that they're saying. And people are like, these Muslim boys are literally like convinced that men are just better species. Like, they're just a better human. <laughs> yeah. Like, better human beings in every single facet than a woman. And I'm like, first of all, that's not what the Quran tells us. So, second of all, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, second of all, it doesn't make any sense. And they're like, yes, you know, a woman needs to 
the woman is the man's property and the woman needs to stay in the house and obey the husband and yada 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 and then i'm like bro if we're actually if you actually want to get down to the brass tacks of what islam says about the like the husband um wife relationship the wife does not have to do anything if she if she wanted to charge the husband to take care of the kids and to clean up around the house she could do that like there is nothing owed she's not you, she's not Oh, she does not owe you a sandwich. <laughs> you know? Hey, make me a sandwich. No, like that's not a thing. Yeah, you know. So I'm like, even by our own, like, if you're looking at what our own standards are, of course, I'm not saying this is an ideal relationship. Far from an ideal relationship. But if you actually want to go back to like, because everyone's like, yeah, but even Islam says that women are better in the Dude, house. This is- <laughs> and I'm like. I guess, but she also also says she ain't got to do anything. And would would you, would you think that's good? This conversation is everywhere I know, but it's like (laughs) one thing that triggers me a lot is because I I feel like people are monetizing Islam Mm -hmm. for their goals or taking advantage of the religion itself by like, like I think Andrew Tate's literally done that, you know, because that the clip that really blew Andrew Tate up is that one clip where he's on fresh and fit. And he's like, you take, he's like Christians, for example, and I could wear a shirt that says Jesus is gay and walk across the land and no one does anything, anything to me. But if I took the Islamic prophet, if I took Muhammad and I, and I had a shirt say Muhammad is gay, I would make it cross one block without like, being killed. And I'm like, this is not a good thing. Is that thing. a good thing? <laughs> and the Muslims are thing. like, yes, upon Allah. I'm like, y'all are just admitting being terrorists. Like, <laughs> so I'm confused because I'm out here my whole life trying to convince people that Muslims aren't terrorists. Uh-huh. But Muslims are blowing up Andrew Tate co-signing their terrorism <laughs> so i don't know what to say anymore yeah i mean it, it's just um world's a crazy place it's very interesting and i think he like and th- again the thing that's so dangerous with these guys is because you know like 10 percent out of like the 90 percent of garbage that it, that is this, like they, the things they say there's like gems right and there's like really good it's like simple advice like not groundbreaking advice at all Similar to like the Jordan Peterson phenomenon, like clean your room. Okay, like or yeah, so, some, some, <laughs> like, some actually solid life advice. Yeah, you can't go wrong listening. Yeah, to yeah, it. you yeah. can't go wrong listening to it. Um, and so people like take that, and then they like, like when they're when they're like pressed about these other problematic things, like this is the one thing they hang on to. It's like, oh, but he has such good, he has such good relationship with his brother. I'm yeah. like. Okay. <laughs> you know, yeah. But what, what about the rape allegations? <laughs> and you don't know yeah. any other men with great relationships with their brothers? Yeah. Like, and the entertainer just makes stuff up. Like I was t- talking to you about this earlier. He was like, you know, a lot, a lot of people ask me why, uh, uh, how I can get a better relationship with my, with my brother. And he said, you know, most of the time, the reason people don't have good relationships with their brothers is because of women. And I'm just like, what? What? <laughs> like that no. What? That's that's pointed <laughs> to be misogynistic. Like, what? He's like, yeah, the wife says, "Oh, you're hanging out with your brother too much." And you know, and I'm like, okay, first of all, that's straight up misogynistic. First of girl. all, first of all, 90% of the people that are asking you this question are people that live with their parents and have their brother in the same house. There's no like woman involved in this relationship here. <laughs> the biggest fan base are young boys. This is just yeah. siblings having a problem with each other. Yeah. Like, I don't like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I, I'm just like, and then people are you like, just made that up. And you That's, just made that how up. How do you know? Where's you that from? You literally just made this that up. Anecdotal. And then people listen to it and they're like, oh yeah, bro. The reason woman. I have a good relationship with my, with my brother is because my girlfriend. And you're like, 
what <laughs> so more than that too it's like so so that's that's an interesting phenomenon and like i talked to a couple guys who are big andrew tate fans and i was like okay maybe the matrix is real and they are hold trying on, to shut this on, guy hold down on, hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on i have to interrupt you what's the matrix bro, bro what's just, the matrix? I, I, i'm not gonna answer that this I'm, is not this is for anyone who's listening what's the matrix bro um who is trying to Shut down the matrix. Hold on, first, first, like I was like, okay, let me first see like if it's if it's truth in Andrew, and then I'll listen to what he says mm-hmm. the matrix is. So I was trying to see maybe maybe people because Andrew Tate's always claiming he's being taken out of context. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, let me see if that's true. I watch an almost hour long video uploaded by himself, where he was just it was after the big cancellation, and he didn't fully explain anything. <laughs> you know, like it, he never actually told like like. He will be like, oh, yes, of course, I love women. I think women should be taken care of, you know. But, like, if I'm referencing a specific clip of Andrew talking, like, if I'm fr- like he said, Andrew, in this clip you said, slap, slap a woman if she's talking to you like this. He'd be like, no, I mean, I love all women. I'm like, okay, are you serious about what you said in this clip or not? Uh-huh. Because there are plenty of people who slap woman and in their world they love woman mm-hmm. they just think that's how you got to treat a woman to listen that, that there are plenty of people that exist there's a lot that. of people like yeah. you know so it's like he doesn't and he has been provided the 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 right amount amount of time and power to give context yeah he hasn't given context also i think another thing that disturbs me is specifically from like muslim boys the reason anyone even listens to Andrew Tate for the most part. Like, I don't think if Andrew Tate had, didn't have money and didn't have like his supercars and his Bugattis, Bugattis. Bugattis. <laughs> no, he says the T like Got really it. sharp. Anyways, if he didn't have that stuff, I don't think he'd be anywhere near as popular. And so it makes me sad when boys, specifically Muslim boys, praise Andrew Tate because of what he has and because of what he owns, as if what he owns and what he has and the money he's accumulated give him the status of any kind of important person or make him cool. Again, Quranically, Islamically, we know that's not true. Al Hakam like this is just like so much in the Dean. Like if I could just if I if I just brought up the Quran right here and I brought up Andrew Tate clips, you would be like, is he Muslim? (laughs) But I'm not even talking about that. I'm just talking about strictly about people who Muslim people who look up him. to him mm-hmm. simply because of what he has and think yeah. men are better simply because they have higher earning potential than women. And if that's even true, like that's like debatable. But they'll they'll <laughs> say, for example, too, like, oh, it's not that it's not his motivational. But again, the point's like, can't you find that motivation other places? Can't you find you don't that have a plumber in your community who can tell you to work hard, bro? Uh, exactly, like, bro. Like, also, <laughs> he'll be like, you know. You have to live 10, uh, 60 years to get what one of my supercars, one of my Bugattis, <laughs> right? Like he's like anyone who's some person who works a nine to five job as an employee, you know, is in the matrix. Has to work 10, 60, 50 years to get one of my supercars. And I'm like, bro, some people don't want supercars. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not the pinnacle of success. Some people don't want supercars. Some people are better off not having supercars, even if they want them. You know, there is there is a a, a concept that. Sometimes God keeps you in certain conditions because he knows that if you're in a better one, you'll start wilding out. Yeah. Right. So where does that like as a Muslim person consuming this information and this stuff, where does that fit into this matrix nonsense that Andrew Tate's talking about? Yeah. And as well, especially for Muslims listening, 
I'm not making this up. Like he's talked about it, he's open about it. This man's made his money from casinos and webcams. Like, do I have to explain how degenerative and um, haram and dirty and disgusting it is for you to make your money in those ways? You get your money from 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 crippling men. If you think about it, he talks about all this stuff. Men shouldn't watch porn. Men, men uh, should take their power from women. Do you know the kind of men who are spending thousands of dollars on webcam girls? That is an addict. You, <laughs> you know, if you make your money from casinos, that's an addict. That's another addict. Yeah. You 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 are a, a devil, bro. Like if you like them, that your your money is dirty as hell. And it it seems counterintuitive to like the things you claim to want for other men to make right? men stronger. It's like, oh, I'm yeah. gonna step on these other men. I'm going to step out on all these other beta males. I'm going to step on these beta males to put myself in a good position. And then I'm going to preach that you shouldn't be a beta male. And it's like, you literally wouldn't exist without beta males. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. And it, and it makes me think about like, I'm, I'm very interested in his psychology. Like as a person, I think he is again, very intelligent. I think he probably doesn't have much actual empathy for people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he loves Tristan, you know, but like for you to be able to do that, I don't think you can actually care about and don't, your followers. And don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. The the couple there are like several Andrew Tate clips that are absolute fire. No, they go hard. Like, like especially the ones when he's talking about his relationship with his brother. Yeah. Like They're they so make crazy. me emotional, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> like he was like they do. He was like Tristan was talking about how like the most important relationship you can have is like with your brother. And he's like, when you told me you were gonna become the kickboxing world champions and you had zero like you had no wins and you were awful, what did I tell you? And Andrew sitting there smoking a cigar, and he's like, "You told me I was gonna be champion," and I was like, <laughs> "Like that was super wholesome." Yeah, <laughs> that was super wholesome. And I think those are real clips. Yeah, and I think people don't understand the nuances of people. Mm-hmm. I think people have an idea of a black and black and white world. Where you're either completely 100 <clears throat> percent god awful villainous, mm-hmm. or you're all good or all bad. Yeah, I think people are so complicated. I think Andrew Tate is like actually a very intelligent man, and I think he's a very good man to some people. And I think, I think plenty of women love him. Mm. I think I think he probably has like hella girlfriends, and some of them are obsessed with him, love him, and he treats him great. And I think other ones he th- would say that he abused them. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like people aren't just one thing. I think yeah. that's a very dangerous mindset to get into. And I think has he helped men? I think without a doubt, men will say he's helped them, but. Has it been a net good or a net bad? I would say overall a net bad. And it's not because of his advice necessarily. It's it's a combination of the fact that it's it's the ideas that he's portraying his advice on. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, you can talk about guys and say, you know, mindset matters. Work your butt off. Don't be depressed. Don't be a brokey. Don't be a loser. That's That's great advice. But it's like you're also showing people that riches is the only way to be successful in life. Riches is the only way to, yeah, yeah. Riches is the only way to be successful. Like, have a Bugatti. Having a Bugatti. So where's the respect for, like, the common man? Because Mm. not everyone can be rich. Because literally, Because literally, it is statistically impossible. Like, it is like, no, it is impossible for everyone to be rich yeah. if everyone had the same level of wealth that Andrew, Andrew Tate has he wouldn't be rich and no one would be rich so in order for people to be rich there have to be people that are poor yeah you know like this is not this is not rocket science here, yeah you know <laughs> and it's like so 
you like you can't tell people it's not right for people to say I'm better than this other person because I have more money. And I can actually say that to Andrew because if he says he's Muslim, we actually share morality. So I can tell him you're wrong, Andrew. Like yeah. that's not Islam doesn't tell you you're better than another person because you have money. Mm-hmm. You're more useful in society. Like I'm, I'm, you know, wealth is good. Wealth is great. Like you're a smart man. You know how to make money. That's good. I mean, he's Muslim, so like he knows. Now, if he doesn't know, then he need to learn. Mm. Like you're not better than people because you have money. Yeah, this life is temporary. So what's the point? Like. If this life is temporary, then what's the huge press about getting rich for? Mm-hmm. Take care of your responsibilities for yeah. sure. Yeah. But getting millions of dollars, amassing millions of dollars in wealth is not necessarily some like religious imperative. Yeah. Actually, it's not a religious imperative yeah, at all. Get, get your like, spirit right first. <laughs> yeah. Although, I mean, I do want to amass millions of wealth. I'm just saying. I mean, that's fine to have. Like, again, yeah. I'm not saying people don't have this as a goal. Like, if you want to have that as a goal, sure. But don't don't make you making millions be the things be the thing that determines whether you have a good life or not yeah because it isn't and we know that it isn't even if i have the goal to make millions of dollars and i never even make one million dollars in my lifetime i'm going to die a happy man yeah you know i'm going to die a happy man knowing i fulfilled my obligations and my responsibilities that's like it's simple as yeah you know (laughs) i mean that's that's all that matters yeah um, also, I don't know why people like Andrew Tate's always talking about men and like fathers and you know, brothers and how important like it is for women to have fathers and stuff like that. As far as I understand, his dad, like after he passed a certain age, like what, 11, 12 or whatever, and he moved to the UK, like his dad wasn't really a part of his life anymore, right? Trauma. Like he's like, <laughs> he literally, I don't know. We have another like reaction video where we talk about Hamza and we talk about some of these red pillars and Hamza had this video that he made a while ago talking about how red pillars are all traumatized and i think andrew tate fits in that box perfectly i mean I, <laughs> but you know what the thing is andrew tate would be like find me a great man that's not traumatized and he'd be like he will admit his traumatized but he will say trauma is like a, nece- a necessity for success that's fair that's fair that's fair that's fair but he d- ignores maybe but your like, perspective is skewed because of trauma <laughs> <laughs> that also and it's like if you're touting like the importance of xyz right and then you didn't have xyz in your life like there's something missing there right like, yeah it, it, as far as your own analysis is concerned like you are missing some that something yeah <laughs> right it's so like it's going to have an effect yeah and it's going to have as far as your analysis is concerned a negative effect so where where is that where is that <laughs> Dude, there's a lot that doesn't make sense. My thing is also like going back going back to the youth, it's like why is this so attractive to them? I think it's because why is fast food more palatable than organic food? You know? It's easy. It's and easier. It's fast. And it's, it's, it's easy. And that's what, and that's why I was like I was I was doing this youth session and I was trying to drill in these boys' heads that like the reason you're clinging to Andrew Tate is one probably because you have daddy issues. I didn't say this, but probably because you have daddy issues yourself. Bars. Um, two, <laughs> and you're like clinging to what you wish you saw in your father, right? And then two, um, Andrew Tate is easy. Social media is easy. Actually, going out in the world, finding a mentor, finding someone who you can actually learn mm-hmm. true masculinity from and learn how to lead your life from is hard. It's difficult to make those connections. 
you might be embarrassed to make those connections. You might feel stupid walking up to someone and be like, "Hey, can I be? Can you be my mentor?" <laughs> <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, yeah, like that's difficult. <laughs> that's difficult, but it's difficult for a reason. Difficult for and a we reason. do the difficult things because the rewards are going to be so great. Mm-hmm. High risk, high reward. Yeah, right. Except for it's more like high difficulty, high reward in this case. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. There's a reason we do these things, and like you said, you hit the nail on the head. Hit the nail on the head. Social media is just easy. I mean, we talked about this with with Sheikh Trent as well. I don't know. This might have been like off camera. I don't yeah. remember. But like, <clears throat> it's the same reason why why people flock to pornography. Yeah. It's easy. It's easy. It's easy. You don't have to face the social rejection. You walking up to a cute girl, and her friends are there, and you got something on your face. You got like you got some uh, spinach in your teeth. You walk <laughs> up. And you walk up to her. You have an opener or whatever, and then. You somehow finesse all of that to having sexual intercourse. That's a that's a, a extremely difficult long process, mm-hmm. whether you're Muslim or not. Yeah, you know, but you can go right now on any porn website in under sixty seconds and and see people having sex in front of you. It's very easy, easy it's and easy and bad for you <laughs> and and crippling for you. Yeah. It's actually like. Super bad. Andrew Huberman was talking about actually the effect of a uh, porn use on your testosterone. Mm-hmm. He was like, literally, like it just destroys your testosterone. Interesting. I mean, it makes sense. If I if I have this testosterone Allah's given me as like something that helps me have a drive to go after my goals, and then I'm watching something that my brain's like, oh, this is sex, this is intimacy. My body's like, oh, why do I need this drive? Yeah. You don't need it's it. Like steroids. He's like steroids. Yeah. <laughs> it's like steroids. It's like steroids gets rid of your own natural testosterone. Like, exactly. Why are we making this? We already got it. Uh, we already got it in the in, system in huge doses. In huge right? doses. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in huge doses. I'm gonna stop making this. Like I'm, I'm, the, I'm good. The average 15, 15 year old right now can see more naked bodies than like Genghis Khan did. Genghis Khan has like the most kids ever. <laughs> That's a crazy stat. How many kids did Genghis Khan have? I think it's something like 0.1% of like the Asian population is like Genghis Khan's seed. That man's is prolific. He had a, he was on a mission. So it says this is this is from June 27, 2020. It says a historical genetic study concluded concluded in 2003 showed that as many as 16 million living Men, this is just men, were likely direct line descendants of Genghis Khan. 16 million direct line? (laughs) He was on a mission. I mean, like, (laughs) that boy literally was like, bro, find me woman. Like, he had (laughs) harems, bro. Oh, my God. Anyways. Anyways. What was the point? Yeah, the point of that is like. (laughs) Little little sidetrack. Little (laughs) sidetrack. It's like, um, it, it's easy. And like, again, like I see these kids, they don't understand like without, so like we grew up into social media, yeah. but these kids grew up with social media. Mm-hmm. They don't understand like life outside of, social of media. the bubble. Mm-hmm. Like they don't get it. Like the whole world, like I was talking to one brother and I was like, so why do you like Andrew Tate? And he was like, I'm not trying to sound sexist, um, you know, but like women for women nowadays just aren't as good as men. I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, you know, if you ask the average man what he wants to do, he's like, you know, get married, raise a family, 
a woman will be like, oh, I just want to party, have my own career. I'm like, what? I'm like, listen, bro, shut up. I was like, you haven't talked to the average woman. <laughs> I know. This is why and I you say. haven't talked to the average man. This is why because, because, because you're a teenager. How many people have you talked to? Yeah. yeah. You don't talk to girls, but bro. It's, <laughs> but it's also like Andrew Tate himself. You're and people, getting and TikTok people, questionnaires. Yeah. It's people. It's people. It's Andrew Tate himself and people like Andrew Tate that they say these things. Things like the average woman today says that I just want to party and have a career as if they have conducted these year long studies where they where they've like interviewed thousands upon thousands upon thousands upon thousands of women over like a, a an extended period of time and have come to the conclusion that this sample population is representative of all women and that and any of that <laughs> like none of that has been done and yet they're over here with their chest like yes the average woman today with with the show with one no no no, no first of all, the the average man because they did both. They did both studies. The average man, apparently, the average man wants to raise a family. You know, he wants to be Adonis. You know, he, want, he wants to have kids. He wants. He to, wants to lead. He a wants to lead. Leave a degenerative he society. To, he wants to lead a righteous life. You know, and then the average woman, yeah, she just want to party and have her career. Right? <laughs> she's supposed to have like she's supposed to have like twenty abortions. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> She is, to your she's morning. supposed to have endless children with no fathers. And, exactly, and, and exactly. Put them in a put them in orphanages. <laughs> and to your point, to your Spread point, disease. Back to your point. It's like, yeah, I mean, again. So Andrew Tate and these people that say these kinds of things, they themselves, number one, they haven't done, they haven't actually done what's needed to be done to draw these kind of conclusions. One, and then two, you yourself, you're 16, you're 15, you're 17. How many people have you talked to? You, you haven't talked to the average woman. Yeah. If you've only interacted with women in the in the masjid, <laughs> you haven't talked to the average. If you if you interacted with every single woman in every like masjid that you attend, you still haven't talked to the average woman. Yeah, you know, it's really hard. Um, Especially as like you know, you you haven't lived life. Yeah. you haven't talked. You haven't talked to like you know see see people. So it's like you're getting your information off these platforms, which this goes like to a different tangent, which we're not going to go into. But like these applications aren't. Um, like the, they have filters. Like mm-hmm. these are lenses. It's not like everyone's just posting on TikTok and then everyone gets seen on TikTok. Certain things get promoted to the front page for certain reasons. These are algorithmic based platforms owned by other people and they have their own agendas. So like, I mean, there's a theory. I don't, I don't know how true it is, but like there's a theory that China just has TikTok to make America degenerative. Yeah, have you seen the um there's this one it can be true. There was this one clip from this scholar actually that went like viral on the internet, like outside of Islamic circles. Yeah. Um, I know what I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and he was yeah. talking about how like TikTok in China shows kids these videos of like spelling bees and like yeah. these academic things and uh, <laughs> you know, it's like very educational. And the TikTok here the algorithm is, like you said, um degenerate. Yeah. Um and so like well, I don't know about the the truth of if there's like some kind of conspiracy about that, um, there's definitely, there's definitely there's like truth to that. Joe. It's, it's definitely in- an interesting distinction, right? Yeah. And so it's like, um, you're not, this is very, this is actually very scary because people talk about like your reality, like your brain, what you put in front of your brain, your brain just thinks it's real. Yeah. Your, your, your circumstances, your immediate environment is just what your brain understands to be reality. You know, like just think to yourself, if you're, around a bunch of friends who everyone for fun, you know, they, they just smoke, they do drugs. Um, they go, they go to the bar every weekend 
and they watch movies and that's how life goes by and that's your circle you think that's how everyone lives so your media circle like what you, what your brain is seeing around you that's how you interpret it to be your reality so if you're around the people who just do drugs and watch movies and eat processed food and that's all you do you will just assume subconsciously this is normal mm-hmm. everyone does this but if you move you might have a bunch of friends who are millionaires who are like working out, living good lives and traveling all the time. You're like, huh? And it's just because of your circumstance, just because your environment. Like people say like, if you're in New York, for example, you just make more money because mm-hmm. you have to. Yeah. And everyone around you is making more money because yeah. that's how life is in New York. Yeah. And then like also you just horizons expand like yeah. necessarily you're, you're you running. Into- oh, I have to make 10 grand this month because I have to pay my rent. <laughs> <laughs> I have to make 10 grand this month because I have yeah. to pay my rent. Yeah. But also like even if, and this is, I don't want to get too much into like economic theory here, but like even this is a little bit of a tangent, but I'm going to say it anyways. They say that markets drastically improve like feelings between <laughs> feelings between um, people and so for example if you're like in some isolated place and you're only forced to interact with yourself and then you move to new york and say you have s- disgustingly racist ideas even if you have those disgustingly racist ideas to get a cup of coffee you're probably gonna have to talk to a black person <laughs> yeah <laughs> right right so like yeah i mean th- there's a lot of merit in what you say yeah that's funny that was actually very interesting so wait can you explain the theory more so there's research has been done about like and this is and the whole like capitalism versus socialism or communism mm-hmm. argument because in a communist or socialist state you wouldn't have a market system there would be no market system everything would be centrally planned by the government mm-hmm. and so the the research basically argues that or the research shows that um people interact more with markets um people like behavior is better in markets markets do a lot of things for human beings and make people cross lines of interaction Mm -hmm. that they generally wouldn't cross if they had the choice not to so it's just interesting and kind of like my nerdy economic um, that is interesting i like that economic interest i like that joke yeah, we're kind of all over the place. I, we I definitely just, are. I miss I miss talking. I miss <laughs> I miss doing thoughtful banter. But um, it's good. What was the last point you said in regards to what we were actually talking just like, about? Well, what these youth are seeing mm-hmm. is not is not reality. reality. Yeah, you know that, that that's what's dangerous about all, yeah, all yeah, this. Yeah. So like, I want to go to go back to your point. You're talking about the, the daddy issues. It's true. <laughs> Guys have daddy issues. Even if you um, have a good dad, I think you're going to go through a daddy issues phase. I think, yeah, I mean, first of all, there is, there is like, some kind, I think there's some kind of friction that happens between father and son, no matter, like, how good you are as a father, right? Yeah. Or how good you are as a son. That's just part of growing up. Um, but I think a lot of young men from our generation, and probably before, too, either didn't have father's present or they had fathers who were physically present and mentally not present (laughs) and that like absence whenever they came to the house that like mental absence whenever they came to the house is felt and you know like you feel like oh am i not good enough (laughs) like you know you internalize those feelings and i think a lot of the issues that we see in young men today is as a result of those things 
I mean, it can it can look like a lot of different things. I think sometimes it's just like, who am I? What do I be? What does masculinity look like? You know, like what does, like what what do I do with my life? Like what what makes me different as a man? Like what where's the example? Mm. A lot of guys don't have a, actually a masculine frame. An example. That's true. And the reason I was mentioning in the beginning, in the very beginning, I was mentioning women hating and misogyny is because there are people that promote like these messages of, um, you know, masculinity, healthy masculinity. They even promote like, or they even talk about the differences between masculinity and femininity, mm-hmm. the difference between the genders, how you should interact as husband and wife. They, these people even talk about these type of things. And it's really good. What is like painfully or obviously lacking from their platform is misogyny, is like vitriol towards women. Yeah. And they're no, again, these people are nowhere near as popular. And they're appealing to like the same, you think that they're appealing to the same audience, right? Men who are trying to increase their masculinity, feel a certain way and are trying to improve themselves. And they are. But there's like a vast difference in the attraction of one versus the other. And I think also like the reason for that is again, because they're less flashy. They probably look like real human beings. <laughs> they probably wear shirts with, with more than one button done. Hello. You know, like they probably are less entertaining because they speak less nonsense. Like entertain's extremely entertaining. He's so funny. He makes you feel like you can do anything. Dude, I think Andrew Tate is so charismatic. If you walked in this room and we talked to him for 10 minutes, he would get us to like him. Mm. I'm I'm not convinced. Like even all that I've said, you're like my friends recording a podcast. <laughs> you know, you you guys look like good brothers. Me and Tristan are. You know, we know something about that. I'm like, ah, <laughs> ah. you know, you're you know what I'm saying? Like for real, mm. seriously. If he was like, you know, you know Matt, do you look like you look like you lift weights? I'm like, whoa, <laughs> you guys say me up, bro. You look like you lift weights. You know what I'm saying? He's like, you're strong. You guys have done jujitsu. I can tell. I can tell because you have a fighting spirit. I'm like, hmm. Gassing me up. You're funny, like just imagining the scenario, like you're live on camera. But anyways, continue. Yeah, it's, it's funny. It's like, <laughs> but I'm saying it's it's scary. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like this kind of like it's 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 delusion. It's, it's not. You have to see what people, how people act, but also what people do. Mm-hmm. You know. And you have to see, like, you have to just ask why. Why? You know, why? And, like, how does this benefit the person? You know, like, dude, you know, like, so, like, I was doing research on, like, why all these clips are around with him, around about him online. And it's it's very interesting. Like, he has a multi-marketing breakdown that's super intelligent. So, Hustlers University, for example, you have referral links. If if you get someone to click your referral link, you get 49% off their, of their first month. Mm-hmm. I think off their code or just off their subscription, which is like the description is like $50 a month. So it's good money. So all these edit accounts are people with the referral links of Andrew. Interesting. So they have all the incentive to just make clips of Andrew and he can just be like, I didn't make the clips. They're out of context. It's not <laughs> me. It's not my team. So what's, what's Plausible the big deniability. Possible yeah. de- deniability. Exactly. When it's like, this guy is kind of a genius. No, he's, again, he's like, you, very intelligent. Very intelligent, super charismatic. Um, I'd like to think that he wouldn't be able to give me to like him if he were in person, but maybe he could. Like, I, I really couldn't say, <laughs> you know? Um, so, yeah, I mean, this, I'm just saying all of those things does not equal good. Yeah. 
Yeah. Those aren't and I think that things. that's like our point. If you take nothing else away from this podcast, take away that money, charisma, being absolutely jacked does not equal you are a good person or you are successful or I should listen to you. I just think about like, I guess we're starting, starting to like wind it down, getting closer to closing the podcast. Just think about Islamic examples. You know, like they say that the prophet wore clothing in a way that if you didn't know who he was, and you entered a room, you could not distinguish him from the crowd mm-hmm. based on his clothing. Yeah. He wasn't wearing extra drip that, that signified who he was, you know, ba- based on his clothing. You know, they, they say like, yes, Imam Adi was able to break down the gates of Khaybar by himself, you know, with the power of Allah. But later on, the soldiers were talking amongst themselves. And they're like, dog, did I see that right? Did Imam Ali really break down the gates? How did he do it? What he on? Oh, let's find him and let's ask him. They find Amir al-Mu'manin. They walk into a room and he has a loaf of bread on his knee. And is hitting the loaf of bread against his it's knee. It's like a dry loaf of bread. It's a bread, dry yeah. loaf of bread. And he can't break it. And they're like looking at him appalled. They're like, Amir al-Mu'manin. How can I you just not? saw you open this yeah. gate with your bare hand. Yeah. <laughs> like, Why are you struggling? You're with struggling this? this piece of bread? Mm-hmm. And he's like, dog. That's from Allah. He said dog. No, he didn't say dog. So <laughs> I'm just, you know, transliterating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> All right. But yeah, but Imam- getting back to business, you were saying so that they find Imam Ali. They find Imam Ali, you know, and and they see that he can't break the piece of bread, and he just explains to him like, you know, this was that was the power of Allah, mm. and in that time I can do it, you know. But I'm just trying to, I guess, I hope that our Muslim listeners are just thinking, you know, like look at the humility of that halibate. Mm-hmm. If anyone is alpha, if anyone's actually better than us, mm. like if it's I'm in them. a room with Imam Ali, <clears throat> there's no doubt Imam Ali is better than me. Yes, like better. Yeah, it's if like we had to put a monetary value over our heads, mm-hmm. I would be worthless. Mm-hmm. You know, Prophet Muhammad's neck, I better. He is way better than me. But it's like, look how he would treat me. Mm-hmm. Prophet Muhammad would give water to his enemies. I mean, like, bro, mm-hmm. you got to think of, like the humility, bro. It's like. So we have these role models who are literally the best a human could ever be who are humble and treat people so well. And then we have this clown Andrew Tate who Muslims are looking up to who's saying, you have a, you have a Bugatti. What, what, what color is your Bugatti? Yeah. Should and I take and advice and from and you? And you're worth, your life is worthless if you can't afford one of my Brokey. Bugattis. Brokey. Yeah. Brokey. You know, so it's just it's just disgusting. This is like, wake up, bro. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a perfect point to end off on. If again, if you guys take no- nothing aw- else away from this, look at the behavior and conduct of our Ahlul Bayt and how much <laughs> Andrew Tate acts in contrast to them, and then think about who you should be taking as your role models and your leaders and your mentors. And just look look at this and understand that there is nothing uniquely good about Andrew Tate. That's that's I know we're trying to end it now, but like there's nothing unique about his advice. Anything yeah. good in Andrew Tate you can find anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And his bad is unique. Yes. <laughs> yes. So leave that. <laughs> exactly. And in fact, if you've never met Andrew Tate, you could get all the good advice you, he's giving you from other places if you would be brave enough to look around. Mm-hmm. Bars. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that episode. I'm sure we'll have a colorful comment section. Colorful. Um, colorful, interesting comment section. Um, inshallah, you guys enjoyed the episode. We will be back. And again, we are going to be back at it like... Like rat-a-tat-tat. Like rat-a-tat-tat, whatever that means. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. We out. Peace. Peace.